The Collindale Gazette is the new podcast from Brian and Rogers' Dan Skinner. If you've got a story for the Collindale Gazette, leave a message, and if we like what we hear, we'll get back to you. I wonder if any of your readers would be interested in this. It's quite personal. Um, I've never told anyone this, but I've never had much luck in life. So search for The Collindale Gazette wherever you get your podcasts. You won't regret, you might regret it. Cheese and pickle. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Cheese and pickle. Brian and Roger by Dan Skinner and Harry Peacock. Morning, Rog. It's Brian. Um, I've been uh, hanging around with some gypsies, and um, they've been fantastic. Actually, they they camped up not far from from the digs, and initially I was like, "Fuck's sake!" You know, what's this gonna? Where's this going? But I got chatting to a couple, and yeah, I've spent a few nights with them actually around the campfire and just chewing the fat and. They're very interesting. I think all the stuff about them, you know, shitting everywhere and being very misogynistic stuff and all that, you know, I mean, there is some truth in it, but culturally, really intriguing, their history and, you know, all that. I was, I found it a very educational experience, really, and it's been fun. But um, the upshot is, is that I'm sort of in with them and, and they're, they're all heading off to Appleby Fair week, about a week's time and... You know, they said if I wanted to come, and I said, look, could I bring a mate? Um, I think he'd be very interested in some of your, you know, cultural stuff. And they were like, uh, yeah, grand. Um, so, you know, <clears throat> it, I think it would mainly involve helping set up and the fair. And, and you, know, it's, you know, they sell horses and, and there's all sorts of things go on there um and actually you can you can you can turn over a few quid as well if you if you you know pull the right strings and uh, i just um wondered if you fancied it all right mate um tell me what you think okay bye 
Hello, Brian. Uh, it's Roger here. Um, mate, that sounds absolutely intriguing. Wow. Um, I, I'd never in a million years have the confidence to even approach a gypsy encampment, uh, much less start a conversation and hang out with them. God, I mean... No way. Hats off to you for that, mate. Um, if I've always been incredibly intimidated by travellers, um, if I'm honest, but at the same time, like fascinated by their way of life, because uh, we don't know much about it really. Horse trading and marrying each other and calling each other out on YouTube and fighting each other on quiet country roads for cash, etc. I mean, that's all we sort of know about them, really. And the, and the way they keep their culture and traditions alive in the face of, you know, well, let's face it, sort of hostility, racism and, and discrimination has got to be admired. Um, one of the great cultures, I suppose, that we know very little about, uh, despite all the sort of Channel 5 documentaries with, um, what was his name? Yeah, Paddy Doherty, the, the king of the gypsies, who, who I think actually went on to win Celebrity Big Brother 8, if I'm not too much mistaken, which um, we should have done the travelling community no end, no end of good in one way or another, I don't know how, but... Um, yeah, so yeah, I think we don't really know much about them. So, man, I'd love to come to Appleby Fair, Appleby Fair with you. Um, just, you know, providing that you stay sort of quite close to me, obviously, because you, you know them and I, and I don't. And I know it's quite a manly, macho environment, um, which coincidentally my life coach um, has said that is, that's, that's something I should be around a bit more often, um, sort of macho men, just to sort of, bring out my manly side but um uh, but no i'd rather not uh, get uh, myself tangled up in any awkward situations with them sort of awkward silences and stuff because i don't know i don't i don't know what i'd say um i know you know what i mean anyway mate but yes i would love to come thank you okay speak soon bye-bye hi rog uh, it's brian um yeah great uh you're you're in you're in pretty good nick at the moment, aren't you? You know, I mean you're you're um doing your stretches and I know you said you've been walking a lot. You know, sometimes you you're saying when you can't sleep you've been doing your, your moonlit walks. Um It's just I I think this you know, it, it's all hands on deck with this lot. You know, it, it the you know, to really sort of buy into the um the culture, uh, you have to, you know, you've got to immerse yourself in it, you know, don't you? Have you ever been in a fight, Rog? You know, if if um, if someone went for you, how how do you think you'd respond? Uh, you know, if you had, if you didn't really have a choice, if your only choice was to fight. Um, uh, but look. It's great you're up for this. Uh, it's it's going to be a bit full on, um, but really memorable. Cool. Okay, mate. Um, I'm not sure if we're travelling with them in a carriage or, or whatever, but I might be able to borrow the Saburu, uh, which is probably preferable. Uh, yeah, anyway, either or. All right, mate. Exciting. Cheers, mate. Bye. Hello, Brian. It's uh, it's Roger here. Um, hi, mate. Uh, look, I I I was a bit worried about this. Um, you know, if I'm honest with you, if I if I had to fight, I'm, I'm just not sure how 
I would respond in all honesty. Um, no, I mean, I presume I would just curl up in a ball and wait until, until everyone had hit me and then I'd run off if I could. Um, in my head, that's the sort of thing it feels like I do. Um, and, and also the reason I go on my midnight walks is, is more for sort of mental health reasons rather than anything sort of physical, no sort of physical exercise. I just sort of enjoy the peace and quiet. Um, look, and, and I appreciate that Apple be fair, you know, would be a bit of a full on physically and that I'd have to pull my weight, which is something that I'm more than willing to do. And it, and it will be fascinating to work physically up close with travelers, unloading horses and setting up bunting and that sort of thing, I presume. But, um, but no, fighting, fighting is a, is another matter entirely. And, um, I know it's quite tribal, um, and, and that aspect of their culture scares me. Um, but that's not to say I shouldn't put myself out there and experience the whole thing. My life coach did say that maybe a highly charged male environment might be good for my development. So, um, although I can't believe I'm actually saying this, and I am trepidatious beyond belief, um, and I don't know how I'll physically respond, um, I will do my best to be by your side should a fight start. That's right. that's, uh, that's Brian. As um, much as I can offer you, mate, I hope that's okay. Yeah, uh, the reassurance. Yeah, you I, need. I think that you know that um, there will be yeah. a bit of banting and Let me know. and um, okay. uh, coconut shine and all, all that. But you know, it, it ain't it ain't maypole dancing, Rog. Um, uh, so so listen. Um, there's a chap called Seamus and his cousin. Um, Ian, they're they're from a family called the O'Connors, um, and they're they're based in Shepherd's Bush actually, um, and and they want to meet you, and um, in their words, they want they want to see, they want to see what you're about, um, you know, so they can they can work out uh, odds and stuff like that. Um, uh, you know, I suppose it's a bit like sort of bear baiting, but it, you know, it's obviously not bear baiting, you know, but they, they, they just kept saying, you know, let's see what he's got. Let's see what he's got. And so I, if you can go to Shepherd's Bush market and go to the sort of North end tomorrow at 10, and they're going to take you somewhere and just, um, uh, you know, take you through your paces. All right, mate. But it is it, honestly, it's just riveting seeing into their world. It's a real complete, it's a parallel universe. Uh, and then we can we can get on the road. Um, I can get the Saburu, so you and me can do that. Um, unless you want to travel with them, uh, but you know, just just see how you get on. And, and um, yeah, all right, mate. Speak soon. Bye bye. Hello, Brian. Uh, it's Roger here. Um, yeah, so uh, mate, I I, I really am an ard um, about going to meet Ian and Seamus at Shepherd's Bush Market. I really did. I mean, I find meeting strangers anxiety-inducing at the best of times. But you know, chucking the fact that they're they're, they're from the travelling community, then you know that really that really got my old heart pumping. I mean, I don't. I hope I'm not prejudiced, you know, by saying that. But uh, you know, I, you just hear these things, but. Um, I, and I even consulted my life coach um, about it, who, despite everything he'd said to me, advised me on no accounts um, to go and meet them. Um, but I was quite firm with him, which I'm proud of. And I said, no, Brian is my friend and I trust his judgment. And and although this 
thing does scare me, I, I would like to go. So I did. And um, and I'm really, really glad that I did, actually, because um, I met them in the market and, and they were charming. They were they spoke very clearly. And um, so there was no language barrier, which I was, you know, I was worried about that. And uh, and they just talked really very quickly, um, asked me who I was, where I was from, a bit about my history. And they were charming and generous about their history and culture. And and they took me to this lockup under the arches down there and. We went in and there's this big boxing ring in there and it's and I had a look at it. It's the canvas is covered in blood. So, um, you know, they're they're sort of big, big into boxing. I know that. And we just talked. Um, but there was one incident which um, which, was you know, is an unfortunate sort of accident. Um, Ian went out to get a cup of tea and then. Um, when he came back in, he leaned over to Seamus with his tea. And when he turned back towards me, his fist caught the end of my jaw really, really hard, um, almost like a punch. I mean, it clocked me like, oh, God. And um, and I was just like a rabbit in headlights. I just stood there and I didn't move and I didn't blink. And they both just stared at me. And after about 30 seconds, Ian apologized profusely and, and said, you know, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm just a klutz. You know, are you OK? And the pair looked at each other. It was obviously a, a bit embarrassed about it. And, you know, and, and I looked at them and I said, look, don't worry about it. It's absolutely fine. You know, I was I was going to give nothing away about the fact that I was in a lot of pain, mate. And they apologized again. And, and then they gave me 200 Benson and Hedges and two cans of cider, which I'm not you know, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with that, but, um, by, you know, it was an apology and, um, you know, they tapped me on the shoulder and they said, thanks for coming. And, and, and it was lovely to meet them. Um, yeah. So it was a bit weird, but yeah. It, so let's get up there, mate, in the Saburu and, and really dig into the culture. It'd be fascinating. Um, you know, if they'll, if they'll have me, if they'll let me come. Okay, mate. I just thought I'd let you know. Speak soon. Hope you're well. Bye-bye. Hi, Raj. It's Brian. Uh, just had a long chat with Seamus and, um, yeah, they're very pleased and they, they think you've got legs. Um, so they're just working out odds and, um, how best to use you, but, um, you know, you tick loads of boxes and it was, it was a great mate. So well done that man. Um, I'd imagine Anne would welcome a tub of B&H. So I'll just chuck it her way. She's still on the tabs, isn't she? So look, I'll, I'll pick you up tomorrow at about nine, um, and we should we should get there in time for the feast and the initiation. Um, it's just it's the A1. Just get on the A1 and straight up, and then do a left. Should be about five hours, I think. So you know, um, we'll stop for a sandwich somewhere, whatever. All right, mate. Cheers. Bye. Hello, Brian. Uh, it's Roger here. Um, God, uh, li listen to this. Listen to this, right? So um, I spoke to my life, life coach, Jerry, about going to Appleby Fair. And um, 
you know, I told him that I'd had a great time with Seamus and Ian at the lockup and how well we'd gotten on and how and how Ian had accidentally punched punched me square on the jaw with his fist, which which was actually covered in sovereign rings, which I think I forgot to, to mention to you. Anyway, um, my chin is quite badly cut. So so Jerry's seen my chin and he's become really concerned about me and said that I didn't know who these people were and was I sure Ian punching me on the jaw was an accident and and I just stopped him you know i stopped him right there i said you know because i could see what was going on and i, and I said excuse me i mean if it was anybody else from any other community would you be asking me would you be asking me this question because you know from where i'm sitting it sounds like it sounds like you're being incredibly prejudiced here i mean the guy punched me on the jaw it was an accident he told me it was an accident i believed him and by way of an apology he gave me 200 benson and hedges and, and some cider so, you know, I said to him, look, Jerry, I think you need to check yourself here. I mean, you know, honestly, that the prejudice, when you when you see it, when you're tuned into it, you realize quite how how rife it is against uh, against the guys. Um, and OK, I mean, Jerry's been great for me. He's given me some great insight and steered me in the right direction. And and actually, I felt happier than I felt in, in a long, long time with him. But um no, I'm afraid I can't take advice from somebody who's who's prejudiced, and so so with heavy heart I've let him go. But um, I'm sorry, it's just not on. It's just not on. Having you know got to know the guys a little bit about their community and their generosity, I just couldn't stand by and let him insult my my friends. So so yeah, I took a principled stand. So uh, yes. Um, Let's get on the road tomorrow. Get up there, help the guys out, and um, let's have a let's have a good time. Okay, mate. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye. Hi, Roger. It's Brian. Uh, yeah, I ha- I have to say, I don't think it's prejudice. I think it's racism. I think it's bald faced racism. Um, this Jerry bloke, you know, he's the these woke cunts. They really are. They're, they're absolute cunts. And I, I, I really worry about it, actually, because I don't quite know where it's going. You know, I mean, look at look at communism. Look at Stalin. You know, it all started off as lentils and baggy trousers and panpipe music. And it ended up with 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 Stalin and concentration camps and awful shit. So. I, uh, one has to be very, very wary. Very wary. All right, mate, I'll see you tomorrow and we'll we'll head off to Appleby Fair. Cheers, mate. Bye. Hello, mate. Um, this, uh, it's Roger here. Um, this uh, Wow, man, this is an amazing experience, I have to say. I mean, it's so culturally rich. It's just... Um, it's 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 mind blowing. Um, I've been racing horse and carriages along the dual carriageway and drinking cider and, and Guinness, of course, and smoking, which I haven't I haven't done for ages. Um, Ian and Seamus um, actually asked me if I'd like to have a punching contest with them, and I wasn't sure what they meant by that. And um, and they said it's just where you stand opposite each other and punch each other in the face. Um, and then I asked, you know, I said, what, what happens after that? And Ian said, well, you just punch each other. And um, the person that stays upright is the one that doesn't lose. And, you know, I said it sounded like fun, but um, I, and I would love to normally try that. But um, 
But when I get back to London, I'm having my photo taken with Jamie professionally. Just me and him. It's just, um, it's just something Jerry, my, my life coach, suggested I do to re-emphasize how important our relationship is. Um, this is the last good thing he suggested to me before I found out he was um, he was racist. Um, so obviously, if I'm I'm having my photo taken with Jamie, I don't want my face marked with sort of punches, um, etc. Um, also, I don't actually think I want to stand there and get punched in the face without defending myself. Um, have they asked you to do that as well? It's, that's a quite it's a, that's quite an extreme custom. It sounds like. Um, anyway, mate, I hope you're enjoying yourself as much as I am. Okay, I'll see you soon. I don't know where you are at the moment. Okay, bye-bye. Hello, Roger. It's Brian. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm in the Duck and Feathers um, in the centre of town. And it's where they get all the business done. Uh, and I've met Danny and Padre and um, they're great guys. That, that they, They've seen you and got reports back from Seamus. And, and um, yeah, just, you know, the eyes need to be crossed and the, T's dotted and whatever, what have you, but we're just working out your slots. Um, so you, you're up against this kid from Glasgow. Um, he's only 16, but he, he's, he's a lump. He's got thick red hair and hands like spades. I saw him earlier. Um, uh, yeah, so you, you've, you've been paired up with him. Um, and you're, you're up, I think, we've, we're deciding sort of midday tomorrow. So it's a great start. Um, you might have to share a carriage with him tonight um, because it's uh, a full moon. Uh, so, yeah, you know, it's, it's all... That's, yep. Yes, thanks, mate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll go for a, for a Guinness, please. Padre, thanks, mate. OK. Uh, but very exciting. And uh, I'll see you by the, the big bonfire um, next to the Aldi uh, sort of in an hour or so. OK, mate. All right. Cheers, Rog. Bye. Hello, Brian. It's Roger here. Mate, um, hey, I'm not. When you say I've been paired up with somebody, the 16-year-old lad from Glasgow who's a lump, what, what do you mean? Um, uh, yeah, if you could let me know. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. <coughs> Hi, Rog. Um, it's, it's Brian. Um, Look, so there's obviously been some some crossed wires here. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what you haven't understood. Um, I, I have been very transparent from day one. Um, you know, the, there's been a lot of planning and logistics have gone into this uh, more than you will ever know. Um, so uh, you, you, you have to honor this. Rog, um, you, you, you have to, uh, yeah, um, look, you do get to meet him beforehand at the weigh-in, I don't know if that makes things better, uh, also, he's the same age as Jamie, which I thought might be of some comfort, okay, mate, um, I'll, I'll, come, I'll come and find you. All right. Bye, 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 bye. Hello, Brian. Uh, it's Roger here. Um, mate, look, I, I, I'm having a lovely time here at the fair, um, you know, with the horse carriages and the Guinness and smoking and what have you. Um, but, yes, I think maybe there has been some cross wires. Are you saying that 
I have to f- I have to fight a 16 year old Glaswegian lad is that what I'm is that what I have to do is that what you're is that what you're saying is that what you're saying um because I'm not sure mate that I can I can't fight a 16 year old boy mate I don't know it's just it seems wrong ethically I mean he's just a boy I'll I'll you know I'll uh, I'll beat him up, you know? It's, he's a boy. It's not... It doesn't seem right at all. Okay, mate. Um, yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Hi, Raj. <coughs> it's Brian. Look, I completely understand what you're saying. And, and I realise, you know, that we can come to a compromise here. What, what I think, uh, how I think we should go about this is um, it, it's, it's scheduled for 30 rounds. Um, you know, the timer isn't exactly, you know, it's not a, a science, you know, it's, 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 it's not to the letter. It is a bit looser than that. Um, but, you know, yeah, 30 rounds. So it, it, it can take three, three hours. But it won't. Uh, but l- look, mate, <laughs> you're not expected to win, okay? No way. So, so take that pressure off your shoulders right now. Um, but what what the lads and I are thinking is that if if you could just hang on in there uh, for as long as you can, um, which won't be easy because you know this Glaswegian lad, he's a big unit, and um, you know he he's a sort of man boy. Uh, he looks a bit like Wayne Rooney, actually, very like Wayne Rooney. And he's only 16, but he, he's been doing this since he was 11, uh, amazingly. So it's, you know, it's in his blood. Uh, and he's got tricks up his sleeve. He's got a, a vicious, dirty left hook. Uh, you know, he's a real, um, what's the word, uh, knockout artist. And if, and, and if, you know, if he's not getting his way, it gets nasty. But, you know, last year he bit someone's nose off. Yeah. So, you know, nobody is expecting you to last that long. But it, but it will be fun to see you dry, uh, which is, you know, which is why, why you're here. So, yeah, look, if you can just hang on for as long as you can, um, you know, that's how, how shameless and, and, and in Ian uh, are going to make some money. Okay, I hope that makes sense, mate. And uh, obviously, if you can do that, um, it'll be worth your while too, if you know what I mean. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Thanks for your help with this, mate. Everyone's rooting for you. Cheers, Roger, mate. Bye, bye. Hello, Brian. Uh, it's it's Roger here. Um, I won't speak. I won't speak for long. But um, just to say, I'm back at hands now. Um, I'm pretty banged up, mate. Uh, but I'm I'm in I'm in good spirits um, actually. Uh, although it was the longest three and a half hours of my life, and and I really don't know how I got through it, mate. But um, yeah, I was very very scared initially when the fight started, which is which is why I I kept making a run for it. But after everyone kept pushing me back into the circle towards the Glad Glaswegian lad, I I accepted. You know there was. There was no escape, and so I just had to sort of dig in. Um, and that's when my endurance kicked in, I think. 
I've always been a good runner. And, and you know, I might have had something of a career in athletics had I not been uh, lured by the bright lights of the fast food industry. Um, but, you know, I just thought to myself, whatever happens, just hang on, Roger, just hang on. You know, I can't remember much about it, actually, other than it just went on and on and on and on and on. And I remember him getting extremely irate and hitting me over and over and over again with his bare knuckles. But but I just stayed up, just stayed up on my feet. And I think that made him even angrier. Um, anyway, when I got back to London, I went to see my life coach again, Jerry, um, just to you know, just to tell him how, how wrong he'd been about these people and, and how much of a, you know, tell him I'd had a good time, which I had had. Um, and then it was he that sort of pointed out that something quite traumatic had happened to my left ear. Um, anyway, the reason I'm whispering now is because I don't want Anne to come and see me because I think she'd have a heart attack. Anyway, uh, I lasted 30 rounds, mate. Uh, not bad. Uh... Can you send my best to Seamus and Ian if you see them, mate? Okay, hope you're well. Speak soon. Bye-bye. <clears throat> Hi, Roger. It's Brian. Yeah, look, terrific, mate. Uh, all good. Um, I was concerned initially because you did just keep running away, and I, I thought, Christ, I don't know what the rules are here, but they did just keep grabbing you and pushing you back. Um, and then the penny dropped that, you know, you were going to have to just uh you know fight him um but you you mixed it up very well it's amazing what desperation does you 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 sort of got very close to him and kept sort of hugging him and and then he could only sort of hit the back of your head and on your sides um which is obviously preferable to your face so you did, did a great job. You, you lasted the first four, so Seamus and, and Ian made their money, and, you know, you got you got to the 30, uh, and I did. I, I made a bundle, mate, but I ploughed it straight back into Bitcoin, um, and I'm going to keep tabs on that, so I'll just keep you posted with that. You know, it's a bit up and down, but usually a great return, so, you know, that, that that's all covered. Um, your ear, um, in about off the top of my head the 12th 13th round he bit your ear off and he spat it out and I thought oh shit but we found it at the end um because you you passed out uh, but Michaela Ian's um wife she sewed it back on while you were unconscious so that's probably uh what that is but you know generally it was a a very successful chapter great well done Rog speak soon bye written by and starring Dan Skinner and Harry Peacock produced by Joel Morris Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. 
so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 